0: Hey, I'm Amy. And I'm Anita. And And we're we're sisters. sisters. We promise four things. Wisdom. Real life experiences. Some of what not to do. And lots of laughs. We aren't experts and we can't write a prescription. But we've lived a whole lot of life. Together, we've been married a combined total of 46 years to our spouses, raised four amazing young men, and one feisty girl. Help. We love podcasts, but we couldn't find one for our season of life, so we decided to start one. You are listening to the Hot Flash Podcast. Hey, Hot Flashers, it is Amy, and I
1: just wanted to give a quick introduction to the podcast that you are getting ready to listen to. We were so honored to have two amazing women uh, that you are going to be hearing from in this podcast um, Kristen and Erica. The funny thing about this podcast that has never happened on another Hot Flash podcast, we legitimately did 30 minutes of an amazing conversation before we pressed the record button. That's correct. Before we pressed the record button. However, when we realized we had not pressed the record button. They were incredibly gracious and kind, and we just kept talking. And I believe that this episode is going to encourage you. It's going to inspire you. And we are so excited to get going with this next episode of the Hot Flash podcast.
0: Hello, Hot Flashers. Hello. (laughs) We um, are on episode (laughs) twenty. it's airing October 11th we've had an crazy um amazing conversation with two of our favorites who are our guests new, today yes and, and we, we um, didn't press record we didn't press record so we're starting from right here so let's just talk about Who's who is actually reca- on, recap, recap super recap yeah. really recap cool. here we go catch them up we have been chatting Really good. It was an amazing chat for the last probably thirty minutes. Um, unfortunately, it's not recorded, so we're just starting from right here. But we have Kristen Galt. Yes, who's an incredible wife, mommy, teacher, teacher business owner, cancer survivor, philanthropist. Yes, volunteer all the all things. the things. And joined. we have Erica Rector, who is all the things as well. I was going to say insurance is amazing. owner. Agent owner, business owner, uh, which Mom, is a business wife Mom, my brain's like a little. All the things as yes. well. Yes. They are best friends. Yes. And what we had been talking about is Erica's not Erica's, Kristen's journey through cancer. Um, and again, y'all, Erica, Kristen. We apologize for not it's pressing okay. that play button. It's okay. It's life. <laughs> oh my gosh! We—it was such a good conversation, but that doesn't mean that God cannot redeem what we're doing right now, right. and it's going to be even better, better. That's right, even better. So, Kristen, tell us in a flash who you are. First of all, they let me do this. I'm sorry. She has written a book, and it's called "Straight to the Point: Beating the Cactus That Struck Me." Um, stuck me, not struck me. I'm sorry. Um, and it is an incredible book of her journey through her cancer um, because she's now in remission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we just want you to go get this book because yep. it's such a beautiful, beautiful story of God's redeemed, redemption of mm-hmm. a really hard situation and the joy that she had through that situation in the tribe of people that came around her and what we and were talking her. about. When we realized that the play button had not been pushed, yes, and the record button, um, was how that community is so incredible. But first, before we go back to that, Kristen, in a flash, (laughs) (laughs) tell us again, okay, just about your journey. So
2: I'm a mommy and a wife. I'm a teacher. Um, I'm a small business owner, Um, and most of all. I love Jesus, and I am just so thankful to be here with y'all and um, living each day to its fullest.
1: That's
0: awesome.
1: I love that. Erica, in a flash, would you tell us about yourself as well? Of course. Okay. So
3: um, I am Kristen's best friend, but first and foremost, um, I love Jesus. I love my husband. I love my sassy little almost sixth grade girl. Um, I am a dance major, um, choreographer turned insurance agent owner slash boutique owner slash politician slash all the things that mommies do. And um, that's about as flashy as I can get.
1: (laughs) That is perfect, though. (laughs) That is all the things. And we talked about just how that's what we women do. We wear all the hats and are able to get it done day after day. So to bounce to kind of where we were, which we had talked about your journey that started in 2017, and will you do a quick synopsis again of of, um, what happened in March? of? Well, you started in March of 2017. Yes,
2: so in March of 2017, I went for my annual um, gynecologist visit, Um, did all the things. She did the breast exam and walked out of there healthy as a horse. Um, And fast forward two months to June 18th, which was Father's Day and our anniversary. I laid down with our then three-year-old for a nap, put my hand underneath my arm, and that's when I felt um, the lump. And it was the size of my thumb. And so we were supposed to go to the beach the next week. And, of course, that's all I thought about the entire time. But my doctor said, go, have fun. It's probably nothing. When you get back, we'll get it all checked out. And sure enough, I did. And so on July 12th was when I was diagnosed with stage 2 breast cancer. um, That was very aggressive. Obviously, in two months' time, it had grown to the size of my
1: thumb. Yeah. And then that's when your journey started. And
2: it started, and it was fast because I'm a teacher. And so um, school started on August, um, like, 16th or 17th that year. And so literally, I mean, it was like, we've got to get in. We've got to shrink it because it was so large and so close to my chest wall. They wanted to shrink it before they did any kind of surgery. So 16 chemos later. They did surgery and then radiation and then more chemo because there was still residual cancer and um, just a lot of things. But that was pretty much a synopsis.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and one of the things that you talked about in the book is the only you don't like needles, Mm -hmm. and so no, there was obviously a lot of needles included in your journey. But you had never done anything beyond. Haven't yet. No. Nothing. You're a little boy. So when I went in for that biopsy,
2: um I was scared to death because I was like I, I just had, had no idea what, what to right what even expect what to expect. And when I walked in, I knew I I'm telling you God's presence and was just so evident through every single step. I walked in and the girls introduced themselves. One of them was um she said, "Hi, my name's Kristen." Oh. And the other one said, hi, my name's Andrea, which is my sister's name. Oh. And I knew then, I was like, okay, I'm in good hands. And um, so shout out to Kristen um, as <laughs> a radiologist tech. Um, she was diagnosed last year
1: no, with wow. breast cancer.
2: And so she <clears throat> has fought the fight and mm-hmm. is doing great. And little did she or I know that she would be... doing these exams and but yet fighting her own battle of it wow so
1: that's amazing so once we had uh, talked about that, we were talking about just the importance of a tribe Amen. and how important that is. That's one of the things that you talk about. Your tribe surrounded you so incredibly yep. through this whole time, yep. even to the point where you talked about they would come into the pod where you were getting yeah. your treatment. And, um, and <laughs> you they had would tons hang. of visitors. <laughs> I mean, that was like where the party was. Yeah. And so, knowing that as women, a lot of times we don't have our tribe, Um, we don't think we have a tribe, we don't know how to even begin to cultivate a tribe. Can you and Erica talk about what was that like? How did you have these people around you that you had cultivated over years? and just how did that go? That was such a gift, I think, that you had during that time. So um, I moved here.
2: Um, I got here as fast as I could. I moved here at 13, went into eighth grade, and I'll never forget. My mom was so worried, you know, just about my friends and who I would become friends with, and just everything. And I'll never forget her praying, you know, for good friends to surround me through, you know, high school and. Um, I met Jeremy at 15, and that's pretty much the end of that story. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> your husband. That's your my husband. Yep. And then through Jeremy, I met I, I met so many friends, friends that you know he was friends with or went to church with or in the community. That's when I met Erica, who has been a lifelong friend of his family through the horse world. And, yes, just so— um, I I cannot imagine living a life without a tribe.
3: Mm, Right.
2: You know, and and we laughed a little bit ago. We were talking about how, you know, my mom and my dad and Erica and Jeremy were like the chiefs of that tribe. But then all of those others, that army that stood behind me. Mm. I mean, I I just I, I just can't even begin to to thank them enough for loving me and giving me that encouragement. I mean, it was, I mean, every day, I mean, I'd get probably 30 to 40 texts or Instagram messages or Facebook messages or cards from people that I didn't even know that were friends of a friend of a friend. And I just feel like that is so important. And um, so I'm just so grateful, so grateful for all of those that stood beside me and still do.
0: And I think this is probably where Erica Are you still there, Erica? I'm here. I'm here. I got (laughs) you. Where where you could chime in because you were talking about Kristen, like this doesn't community doesn't just happen. Right. Um, Yeah.
3: So what, what I, you know, I feel so strongly about this and every aspect of of life. And I think that this is unfortunately in our world today. And so many people talk about like, Oh, it's just changing. And I think, you know what? Yeah, it is. But I think we're still in control and, Tribe Cat, this is what our tribe became, was named. And while Kristen's, like, really close friends and her mom and her dad and myself and her husband were kind of, like, leading that and helping guide people, Kristen has touched so many lives in our community. She's been here since she was 13. Um, I've been here my entire life. And so, and when I say touch so many lives, like, I really have to, like, shut this down to the cob and just tell you that, like, Kristen lives by the fact her, her cup is overflowing. And when we meet a stranger or we see somebody on the street, it doesn't matter where we are, even like in today's world with like yesterday, I'm just going to give this example, right? Really quick. Yesterday, we're out to lunch. Um, I had a crazy day. We were just loving on another friend that needed some love. And um, we got ready to leave from our lunch and Kristen just starts talking to the lady. And we're like, bye, see you later. And so we walk off and, and then the other friends like, y'all know her. And we're like, no, And so it's just about, it's a matter of like, you choose to build your tribe and your community and you never know when you're planting a seed, you know, it's like Jesus. And we talk about the mustard seed and tribe cactus is a community. And I always say this, like we are taking members. There's no membership fee. Like, we want you. If you need love, we want you. Come into Swanky. Come find us. Because um, I promise you, like, we're, we're happy to be your tribe. We're happy to be your community. But that's I think that's where we are in the world is it's important that we don't let go. As fast as this area is growing, as fast as the world, I mean, you know, just yeah. everything that's going on, there's still room for kindness. Oh, and yes. And really, it doesn't matter what side of the street you live on. It doesn't matter. What what you believe it doesn't matter, but kindness and love always prevails. Yeah. And I just think that that's where that that is just a testament to the kindness and the love that Kristen has shown throughout her community is what built her tribe cactus. So it wasn't like she just had this unlimited you know supply of hundred people that wanted to bring her food every night. That wasn't it. Kristen's loved on these people too. Yeah, and so you know it was just it's a community, and I think that when um. That, that's just the important part of this whole thing. And then how how my eyes were open and how it just, it, it
0: truly was God's plan that prevailed. I love that. Now, Kristen, talk about why your tribe was Tribe Cactus or is Tribe Cactus, <laughs> because that is one of the best quotes ever. So
2: right after I was diagnosed, um, so, okay, my husband, um, Rides Horses, Cowboy, Team Raper. Um, And so when we got married at school, you you have like a mascot kind of thing. And so we were always Galt's Giddy-Ups. And so I always had a Western flair in our classroom, whether or not it was bandanas, you know, horses, cowboys, that kind of thing. And literally, I had to design my T-shirt in May for the year of 2017, And when I designed my t shirt, I had a bucking horse and a green cactus.
3: (laughs) Wow. In May.
2: I didn't find my tumor till June. And so I was like, okay, and this was the the year. I don't know if y'all remember, but like cactuses went crazy everywhere you would go. You would see things with cactus, cacti on them, I guess is the proper way to say it. And so I um, actually ordered a really cute t-shirt and um, it came in the mail. And when it came in the mail, it had this quote by Joyce Meyer. And it said, you may be given a cactus, but you don't have to sit on it. And I was just diagnosed when that T-shirt came. And I thought, well, there's my cactus, you uh-huh. know? I mean, and it pricked me. And um, so that's where the whole tribe cactus came from. And so when I say people, I mean, like Jet, who's my little boy, he would run in the mailbox every day and, I mean, just stacks of cards and gift bags with cactuses in it and, I mean like it was I mean I, I had meals for a year. Wow, that's amazing. a year. I mean, the hands and feet mm-hmm. of Jesus truly with my church, with my my friends, I mean like I'll never forget the night I was diagnosed my aunt like every like got a meal together and like all my girls came, all my friends and we just sat in my little living room and just cried because the, it's one in eight. Mm, Yeah. It's one in your friend group that's going to be diagnosed. And I was that one. Right. And they, I mean, I didn't know my plan then. I had no idea. All I knew was I had breast cancer. Yeah. And we sat there and we cried and we laughed. And that's really how it started. And then it was just like, it was just the most comforting Um peace of mind that the Lord could have put in my life at that time was these people praying for me through this battle.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Which is so God, like he's so tangible in the things that he does. Mm -hmm. And that just speaks to the obedience of your Mm. friends and even the, because that's what we're supposed to do. Because I believe those, those small thoughts like that may just have been the meal, the card, the things that you received on a daily basis. Those were people being obedient to a quick thought that more Mm -hmm. than likely crossed their mind. And that's so beautiful. Obedience is so beautiful when it's, when it's done like that, Mm -hmm. because it becomes something tangible that, I mean, that, We are meant to know the love of God through the way that other people love us. And, I, you
2: know, so many people would say, oh, gosh, I'm so sad that Jet's having to see you go through this. No, that was not the way that I looked at it. I looked at it as that child learned compassion. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. learned how to love others. He saw people loving his mommy. Mm -hmm. He saw people loving him. He saw people loving his daddy. And that is what I feel like that will be with him forever. Right. Absolutely. And not a lot of children are able to to get that and see that at
1: 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he also saw his mom brave as crap going (laughs) through something that was so stinking hard. And I think that's something our children need to see. They need to see courage and bravery and persistence and stay power to go, you know what? This sucks so bad. I can't even tell you how bad this sucks. But by the grace of God, we, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. I'll never forget. I, I was
2: bald as could be. And we were watching Snow White and one of the dwarfs was bald and he leaned <laughs> over and kissed me on the top of my head. <laughs> he said, don't worry, mommy, you're like the dwarf in Snow White. <laughs> oh. And it's just like little things like that, that I was like the humor of God, too. Oh, you know? like,
0: whew, yeah, that's <laughs> and he's in your child i mean there's nothing better than your child just bringing it home like yeah, what, he, it, he didn't see you no and, he, and, and he, he
2: never i mean there was never a moment like being bald that he like thought oh, she's weird no. <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean or ugly or you know yeah. like that was never it never
1: it yeah, never even crossed, never his, crossed mind. his mind so that leads Ooh. me to another question that we had um which was did you ever get angry during the journey I that didn't. you went through
2: Honestly, I can say I didn't. Um, so going back to when I was diagnosed, my doctor who diagnosed me delivered jet three years prior to that. Yes. Another piece of the
3: puzzle. Yeah. And
2: when she told me, she said, this is going to be one hell of a year for you, but it's mm. going to be okay. And I and I was like, okay. And she literally, she so she... Had breast cancer I was, two yeah. years prior to diagnosing me, and she said, "So I, I'm going to recommend that you have my oncologist. Well, I mean, hello, yeah, a doctor. If a doctor, we'll, me, yeah, a <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> <the okay>. doctor. <laughs> so she led me to Doctor Dyer, who was my oncologist, and she led me to all of the precious people." at Pearly Harris Breast, Cent- Breast Center and I mean it was just a fabulous experience going through um Bon's and I think I was I was loved on so much and shown such grace and mercy and I mean it was just I I, I never really I just kind of thought, well this is part of my life. Like this is part of my this is part of my story. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to get through this and all I truly thought about every day was I wanted to be there for Jet. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to see him learn to read. I wanted to see him ride a bike. I wanted to see him graduate kindergarten. I wanted him to go to my school. Yeah. Mm. And be with me every day. And so that was that was what I lived for. You know, like I just kept pushing through, kept pushing through, kept pushing through, and um, so yeah, I never really, I never really got got mad or angry. Um, I mean, yeah, I was sad, right? But um, I really just tried to consume a lot of my thoughts with like praise songs nice. and try to stay, try to stay positive and um. I didn't like being alone. Even to this day, I don't like doing things by myself. Um, <laughs> and so um, my mom it was, you know, there with me a lot. My dad, I'll never forget my dad, Aww. laying down in the bed with me one day and, you know, just holding me and just as a daddy's love. Yeah. You know, and uh, my mom, I mean, she was great. She helped get, keep Jet. And so it was just more of a love thing. And I just... Um, Yeah, it wasn't. I wasn't scared, and I I knew that if it was my time, that I knew where I was going.
0: Yeah,
2: and what better way, you know, like to have that to have that faith. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and your parents were incredible. Oh yeah, your dad. I mean, we both our parents are fortunately still alive, and um, and I don't think you can. You can't understand almost how much of a love you have until you have a child yourself and how your mom and dad were just there for you every step of the way. And your sweet daddy went to all your appointments and... Get my your yeah, and your mom to keep jet. And then my
2: dad and Jeremy, my husband, and Erica went to everyone. Mm. And um, we talked a little bit about it. Like, it was a party. Like, I had 16 <laughs> chemo yeah. treatments. So I had to go to the center 16 times. Right. And they ended up, every single one of them lasted, like, six, seven, eight hours. So yeah, this, this is a was day. pre-COVID. Like I said, I don't know how I would have done it during COVID because i being by myself. Oh, my gosh. Mm. So those of you who have gone through that during this, I just... I'm so sorry that you had to do it by yourself. Mm. But um, they would go with me and we would laugh and we would cry. <laughs> and then like people would just come like all during the day. Like they would just come. They would bring like Krispy Kreme donuts or Chinese food or magazines or cookies or, I mean, just they like just they were just there. And it was just so it was just happy. During a very sad time. Yeah. And so I really feel like, you know, that helped. But, yeah, the one day the lady said, you bring the party, don't you? And I was like, well. <laughs> yeah, and she said, well, that's getting ready to stop. <laughs> oh, I, remember. I really uh, kind of yeah. could have punched her. <laughs> and and, and um, she said, yeah, she said, um, we're getting ready to, it's going to be a two, no more than two people. <sighs> and so the next time I went, it was the three of us and then me. And um, they said, you can only take two back. And my dad said, I'll stay. I won't go. And I was like, I could, like, <laughs> I could.
0: Choose? And
2: so he did. Yeah, he, he was adamant. He was mm-hmm. like, no, Erica and Jeremy are going to go with you, and it's going to be okay. And to watch him walk away. That was hard, you know, just because I, it was so hard anyway. No parents should have to see their child suffer.
0: Right. You
2: know? But um
0: yeah. So Erica, what what are you feeling during all this time and like how are you how are you like how are you doing the things that you do for for your friend? So yeah, it, it was um
3: she just said that about her dad. So you're gonna have to give me a minute. I know. I'm, I'm like over here. <laughs> Um, so for me, I'll never forget, um, going through the very beginning and she'd gone to that appointment where we were trying to figure out like, is this cancer? Is this just a like, uh, fib like what, what is this? You know? And, um, Kristen and I talk probably no less than 60 times a day. I know that sounds insane, but people think that we see each other or we know actually we just talk because we're all in, we're both in 700 different directions. So Like, I kept calling her, and she wasn't answering, she wasn't answering, she wasn't answering. And I was up doing an inspection for my um, insurance, and I was in Blue Ridge, South Carolina. I can tell you the road. I can tell you the place. I can tell you exactly where. And I knew, like, Jesus told me then, okay, this is what you think it is. But I dialed her mother's house phone, which I had not dialed since high school, probably. And so her mom picked up, and she couldn't even talk to me. She knew. And so I tongue phone so, oh, Lord, just tell me what to do, because I don't know what to do and I don't know how to handle this. And so, from that moment on, generally, most every day, if today's going to be blue, it's going to be the bluest day in my world. Like that's just the way I work. Like, if it if you can't put sprinkles and icing on even the worst things, then then what can you do to try to make it better? so our thing is shopping and when our husbands which we've mentioned that they're both cowboys they they are team ribbon partners her husband is the he- healer and my husband is the header that's a, definitely a whole nother podcast because we can't even explain <laughs> that right now but anyway um so even when we would travel out of town with radios and things like that Kristen and i'll never forget this is a funny story like so they drive big dually trucks we we have unhooked the trucks to go to the nearest TJ Maxx or to <laughs> the nearest, like, shopping. Anything that we can do, like, that just brings who we are into the into the equation. So, we've done that from, like, day one. Um, so, I thought, you know what? This, this, we're going to be just fine. So, my job is, is, is flexible to a degree. So, I knew that everybody we were going to do chemo, and this is what we we're going to do. And we're going to entertain those nurses. We're going to make sure they're having a good day because one ray of sunshine can light up a whole room. Mm. So if we can just like help these people and do this, and this is going to make this journey. So I need Jesus use me, show me how to handle this. Um, because this is terrible and is awful and I don't know what to do. And I don't know what your plan is at this point and confession on this whole podcast here, which Kristen knows this, but my child has read her book three times. I have yet to read it because I lived it
2: yeah.
3: and I can't do it. Yeah. And so it's, I'm okay with where we are now. And I'm good with, I'm good with what, I mean, I lived that every day just like she did. And so it wasn't, it's not going to change anything now. And it's just, it doesn't pave my future. So we're choosing to move forward. But right. my six. Almost sixth grader can, like, recap every word, period, exclamation point that he needs to for you. Yeah? Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so it's, um, it was one of those things where it was it was a it was a decision that it was like, okay, this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to handle it. And whatever that looks like, you just tell me. So there was no question, really, as to where I should go
0: and what my role should be. That's so beautiful. So,
1: I have to ask then, out of cancer, is that where Swanky came from? You got it. Yes! <laughs> Y'all, like, you guys, okay, so we have to pivot to the best little boutique in yes. this area, oh. Swanky Steer. Out of that gray chemo chair. Out of that, Ash came the beauty of Swanky.
2: Um, so, like Erica said, we've always loved earrings, big earrings. <laughs> you know, purses, shoes, dresses, the whole nine yards. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Oh. Um And so um, with that, she would bring like, I mean, she'd bring like three dozen donuts for the nurses. And then <laughs> she'd bring me like this pocketbook and you know, and it was just so fun. I mean, because I was like, she, I've always called her my fairy godmother, and, and so I don't even know. Like, we just started like talking about
3: how fun it would be, you know, to like. It was the it was a chemo treatment after the really bad chemo treatment. You know what I'm talking about, Kristen? Yeah. We were there till like ten o'clock at night. Yeah, and I and think I think
2: I wore like wedges to school that day. <laughs> and I literally, Erica's like, no more. You are not wearing these shoes anymore because, see, y'all, you don't realize when you're hooked up to chemo, you're hooked up to chemo. So the chemo has to go with you to the bathroom. Well, when fluids are being poured into your body, well. you got to go to the bathroom. Oh. Yes. And so Erica or Jeremy or my dad were, would, like, push my pole to the bathroom with me every time. And so one time I had these— cute, wed <laughs> shoes on. And um, I was like, ah, Erica's like, you are never gonna wear these again. But I mean, we just always, fashion has like always been something that we we're passionate about. Yeah. And we love it. And so we just started talking about, you know, that would be kind of fun to have a boutique. But I mean, a brick and mortar, like I'm a teacher. I teach every day. Erica's right. a Farm Bureau insurance agent. She has that. So she can't do that. So that's when we decided, why don't we do like a little traveling boutique? So go, let's, let's go back. So People who are in, like, the rodeo community out west, okay, big dogs, Um, they don't have Target and Belk and the mall. (sighs) You know, they live on ranches that are
0: thousands thousands of acres. acres. Mm
2: -hmm. So when they go to a rodeo, these boutiques come in box (gasps) trailers. They lay down there. They they open their doors. They lay down the back, and you go shopping for your outfit. Okay. So that's where we got the idea. So we started following a couple of these. And so I'll never forget, we did all this. Literally, I was bald as a baby. I had no fingernails, no toenails. And we did our first one. Keep in mind,
3: our people, husbands, parents, looked at us like we had lost (laughs) our (laughs) They were like, you're
2: doing, you're going to do what? And so that's when you know you're
1: doing the thing.
2: Yeah. And so we did that. We set up shop like out, anyways, then we purchased the box trailer, which we made into like a showroom. I'll never forget my daddy. He was like, Why are you hanging a chandelier
0: oh. in
2: a box trailer? It's Why? beautiful. So, anyway, so we made the box trailer. And so, Hi Ho Silver, which is what we called it, <laughs> it went on the road for three and a half years and probably did a hundred events. And the people that we met during that journey now, some of them work for us. Some of them we truly, I mean...
0: Well, that's how we met. Yeah. I
2: mean, like, just are the
0: best of friends. Yeah. I... I saw it somewhere and I like walked in and I you guys were the kindest people. I feel like you even gave me a hug before we even (laughs) knew each other. Yes. (laughs)
3: Probably. We probably did. I think you
0: did. And I I think I called Amy because we're the same way. Like we talk sixty times a day and I was like, these are the sweetest people. I wanna be friends with them. And and like and then they're like, but they have amazing clothes too. Well, it's just yes. so good. And I
1: ran into it. I think the first time was at the when the radio came to town. in. Yeah, yeah. And I went with a former student of yours, Reese Haynes. Yes. Her mom and okay. I went together. Yeah. And there was, it was the Airstream, right? Was uh, it a, Did it, you migrate to and no, or was it always the same? It was trailer? always a
2: box stream. Okay. We well, would have, yeah, yeah. It was adorable. Thank you. Yes. It was yes. Adorable. It
1: was. Thank you. And so that was where I ran into it the, the, for the first time and fell in love with like, all of the options and the clothing and the big huge earrings because that's just right up my alley
2: yeah well and to think like okay so we did that and then COVID hit. yes and like shut down our world but like yeah. we still made it like we still got because like, you we were still, online you we, were on we the did Instagram. a lot of online stuff we did porch pickups yep. and then i was it was it was um last summer i guess i was just i don't know i was just feeling a little overwhelmed like i was like okay i, I I just don't know. Like, I don't know if I can continue to do this. Like, I mean, it had grown so much. And I was getting messages on Facebook and Instagram and emails and texts. I'm sorry,
0: and, Kristen. It's that okay. now. <laughs> I, I,
2: if, I if I can't do something 100%, then I feel like I'm failing. Right. And so I just, fit, I just it was just a time of, I just didn't know what, it, it, either we had to, we had to do something and change or we had to say we're gonna take a break. And literally um, fast forward to November and I'll, I'll let Erica finish that story.
1: Go, Erica.
3: So um I my little girl chose horses competitively. So I am in Landrum at practice rides two days a week. I'm all over the place and all my way to Landrum, um I had to go through Greer, and our dear friends, the Southern Sisters, who had a place in Fountain Inn and in Greer, I just popped in and in the store just to say hey But then I had a little bit of time to kill, and long story short, which I don't really do good with long story short, but <laughs> um, they, we were just talking, and they just said that, you know, they have opened another boutique in Greer, and like time was, life was crazy, and you know, uh, they were thinking about closing their one in Fountain Inn would we be interested and I'm like a brick and mortar Uh, like what you talking about and um, and I was like well um, well, I don't know I don't know let me just kind of let me talk to talk to Kristen and and I am Kristen is like the immediate reality I am a big picture like what's my five-year plan what's my eight-year plan like okay oh no that's good we can figure it out it's just the way that I work just in general and so I've always been that way and so I called her we talked. didn't really like you know not spend a whole lot of time I was like we just got to pray about it we just got to see what's up fast forward to us meeting them what Kristen three weeks later yep and then signing the paperwork that We moved in on, they moved out on Valentine's Day, and we moved right back in, on right behind them. Wow.
1: I was so excited, because my (laughs) office is across the street. So, um, (laughs) we, I had a little, I may have had a little, um, what is the word I'm looking for that I can't think of? Because the mayor of Fountain Inn has a desk in our office. So you had a little insight. Yeah, insight, that's the word. And so, as soon as I heard, I was like, oh my yeah <laughs> swanky sear is coming across the street in fountain Inn.
0: yes it and is. it is the most beautiful boutique it's got an incredible um Selection. dolly wall it yeah. does which who
2: did the who did the mural uh, huge shout out lacy lacy Lacey, Lacey, hennessy hennessy she
3: is oh. hashtag bomb.com
2: yeah. she's mm-hmm.
0: incredible um, it's incredibly beautiful mm-hmm.
2: And, and so the whole Dolly thing, I mean, I've always... I, when I walked into the studio, I like, oh my gosh, I thought... I was gonna sing a song. I mean, I might before <laughs> I leave here. Don't
0: leave.
2: Don't leave. Um, but I so um it was right before my surgery, and it it was Dolly Parton's birthday. I'll never forget it was like January, and my surgery was in February, and I told Erica, I was like, Oh my gosh, today's Dolly's birthday. I'm getting ready to cut my dollies off. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, we had a goodbye dolly party. And Did that you? was my, that was my mastectomy. That was like my, my party. Wow. And so, and I've always loved Dolly and Kenny and Kenny oh, Rogers. Yes. And... Island's in the street. Oh girl. Classic. Yes. I mean, what? And my husband to this day, if, it, if that song comes on, he calls me. Oh, like, it's the best. And now my little boy, he <laughs> loves it too. Oh, and so um, 80s. Yes. Oh, and so when days. we were talking about a mural, you know, all we said was like 1950s country, maybe Dolly, some cactus. And I mean, if you've not seen it, you you Lord, to I it. will
0: walk myself over there and take a picture. She hit the it's nail incredible. on the head. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's so pretty. Well, well so I guess we're kind of wrapping up. But are, y'all, mine and Amy's question after we were like, because we were talking about this last night before we came in this morning, and we were like, so our last question is, how do you guys do it all? Like, how do you do it all? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. I'm sorry. You guys knowing... y'all can see what I'm
1: doing right now. Y'all just like,
0: really are... <laughs> Eric has been working this whole time. I know. Y'all. <laughs> and knowing
1: and I know, really... there's no such thing as balance. Like, let's just go ahead and say right now, that is a myth. There will never, there's just not a balance. There's just a moving from day to day, season to season,
0: glory to glory. Yeah.
1: Gl- I, amen. I am not good idol. And you asked
2: okay. me the other day, you asked me just a minute the other day, um, if, if did I ever get mad? I don't feel like I've ever really given my time, given time to like sit back and get mad because I, I do better when I am on a mission mm-hmm. and when I'm doing things <laughs> yeah. and if I'm not at school teaching or at Swanky or at a rodeo or with Jet and, and Jeremy or at church or doing Bible school or with Erica, if I'm not doing something like that. She's then... sleeping if she's not doing it. <laughs> Seriously. I do, I do love a little cat, now, But I feel like I am with people that I love and yeah. helping others. And I feel like like we've said it before. There are so many people in this world that just need to be loved on Mm -hmm. and shown that they're important. Yes. And so, um, that's just a day in my life. Um, I'm just constantly on the go doing that kind of thing. Now, Erica, she's got, oh Lord. Erica,
0: you seem to be more of my type, more of type A maybe like list and organization. So I am,
3: if you look, I live, um, I have some amazing people in my life and I can't, um, I talk about my, like, right arm and my left leg. Her name's Kathy Godfrey. She's a godsend. And she keeps me straight. And Outlook calendar looks like the rainbow exploded on it. Everything <laughs> is color-coded in my life. I love that. Um, and my, it drives my mother crazy because she's like, I don't understand. And I was like, this is the thing. If I don't say, okay, from this time to this time, this is what I'm doing. It'll just expand over into something else. Yeah. But really, no day looks the same for me yeah. ever. Um, And... God is so in control of this because there's days that I do a lot of speaking and there are days that I stand in front of, and that that's the question they want to ask I, we don't understand and I was like listen I don't understand either <laughs> but I'll tell you that Outlook Calendar is my friend and um you know like it stresses my mom out and I know it stresses Kristen's mom out sometimes because they worry that we do too much and yada 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 but look at the legacy and look at a story that we're paving for jet and my little girl, I haven't said her name, her name is Carter Adair. And like, you can do anything if you put your mind to it and not being scared of it. And you know what, that's Mm. what living for God and his plan Mm. and his purpose. And even if I could or want, I mean, like, that's the thing, like people are like, Oh my God, the, the, the lottery that was so big, they just, just, um, and I know this is airing in October, so basically there was a really big lottery. That it was over a billion dollars. Yeah. Okay. So even if I won that, guess what, friends? You'd I would still, still do the exact same thing yeah. that I'm doing today. Yeah. Like that's just the thing. Like God I would have a lot more money to give a lot of people and yeah. to do a lot yep. with. And gosh, give cancer the boot. Our foundation would be God it'd be amazing. But it's just a matter of like that's the thing. Like I don't, I don't ever look at it. Yeah, I get tired. And Krista knows, so I'm the night owl. She's a morning girl, so like she knows that she's gonna text me a thousand things probably before seven a.m. and she's not gonna get a response until <laughs> 30 or nine or ten or depends on what day. <laughs> so it's just a matter of you know we kind of know how each other work. We um and we just go for it, yeah. you know. And I encourage everybody to do that. Like, why not? I, I it, right? I've already got our podcast planned out because y'all said that. That's right. Yeah. Like, oh, God. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, and that's
0: kinda how Amy and I fell into the hot flash. Like we just were like, we're just gonna do it. Like it's gonna yeah. we don't know anything about it. Thankfully Tim does, our producer Amy Well, husband, but we had
1: everything we, we needed. We had everything to do we it. needed. And we and were that like that
0: was the affirmation. And I think what our thought was is if God has given us everything we need. Like, who are we? It's the, it's what you're talking about with legacy, Erica. Right. You know, at some point, so, whoever it is that listens to this is going to be touched and maybe get encouragement. Maybe learn that God is real. Amen. Like He is real and He is evident in their lives, even if they don't realize it right now. That's right. Um, and it so, is. You know, I live in front of a computer.
3: I just have to read this right quick because we're just talking about this, and this is this is God. Um, so. Every morning I have my little Proverbs ministry thing that just pops up and say, like, I just need to read this because I have to. Um, we can be sure God is with us today despite how we feel or what we are going through. Amen. Amen. Point
0: right. blank. Amen. That's right. So,
1: well, I do have one more question before we wrap it up. And, Kristen, this one is for you because— there may be a woman who is listening today and she just got that positive diagnosis of breast cancer, or there may be a daughter that is listening and her mom or a mom that her daughter, any, anyone who has just gotten that positive, um, that comment, like you, you do have breast cancer. What do you tell them? What would you say? What would be your piece of advice? to that woman that is getting ready to embark on this journey.
2: I always tell anybody and it's, it's slowed down a little bit, but, um, I mean, it was nothing to get three or four phone calls or texts a day from people who have been diagnosed. And, um, but I always tell them, you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You're going to be okay. God is going to, he's going to carry you through this and we are going to just thank him for pouring the knowledge into these doctors and Mm. these scientists who have formed these medicines Mm. and you're going to be okay. It's going to be hard, but you're going to be okay. And I always tell them to go get a notebook, get a computer and start writing down the blessings. Because if you don't focus on the good Mm. and you don't see those blessings that are literally going to come into Every doctor's office, every park, every phone call—you're gonna miss out. Yeah, mm. you're gonna miss out, and so um, that's always kind of what I what I encourage them. Um, I just I I saw this, and I, I just wanted to share it. It said, um, "Jesus's presence should be felt throughout every place." Be that joy to others. Discover your joy. Let joy be your compass. Serve the world with your joy. Run straight for joy. The root of joy is gratefulness. And grateful is exactly what I am each day. And I find joy in the journey. And I feel like everybody should make that their mission. Yeah. You know? Yes, we, we live in a sad world. But if you focus on that so much, it can really get you down. you know but finding that joy and finding reasons to love others and reasons to to spread it so yeah
3: well, that is a spread beautiful Spread the sprinkles, way. everybody. Spread, spread sprinkles. the sprinkles. We need that needs to be a shirt. Yes. Spread the swanky t-shirt. sprinkles. Yes. <laughs> <Here> we, <go. laughs> oh, well,
0: we have loved having you guys here. I mean, we recorded for almost well, over 45 <laughs> minutes, but we actually talked for like an hour and a half, which has been a joy. Yes. And um, Amy and I are so grateful that you guys first of all didn't kill us when we didn't press the record button (laughs) secondly that you um share your story with us because it is beautiful and it's encouraging and we appreciate it so so much
1: yeah thank you guys so much thank Thank you for having us thank you hot flashers thank Thank you hot flashers (laughs) (laughs) we will see you guys next time